Hi, welcome to Reverse Sequels. This is Patrick, and with me, as always, is... Meat. <laughs> Ellie! Also known as Ellie, off those painkillers full of energy. <laughs> and on today's podcast, we are talking about Chud 2, Bud the Chud. That's right. This movie centers around the U.S. government's plan to unleash the ultimate biomedical warfare (laughs) super soldiers that are cannibalistic zombies. Or that are reanimated after death with a side effect of zombieism. Cannibalism. Here, I question that. Wait, you don't think the cannibalism was a side effect? I don't think they're cannibals. I think that's a You know what? I wanted to say the same thing. I agree. They are definitely not cannibals, but we'll get into that because let's talk about what a chud is. I'm going to give Patrick all the credit here. <laughs> I had not heard of this movie. I knew nothing about it, and on full faith, I decided to watch it, and I'm so glad I did. So I only knew about it like I'd heard the name because, you know, I love 80s horror movies. I love bad horror movies. I'd heard the name, but I didn't I'd never seen it. And I got to say, this might be one of the greatest cinematic achievements I've ever seen. Now, here's the thing. That's not to say I don't love 80s movies or 80s horror movies. I'd never even heard of this. So this was out of left field for me. What does Chud stand for? So I think, and they don't ever say it in this one, so I'm not sure I'm right, but I think it stands for Cannibal Human Underground Dweller. Okay. Which makes sense given the movie we just watched, but I'm not sure that's what it is, and I'm hoping that's in the first one. So this movie is set in 1989. First thing we see is the title card. The title gets eaten, and there's a belch. It's going to be fantastic. So this movie, when we rented it, is listed as a comedy. My question is, is it a comedy or is it a horror movie? Both. It's a (laughs) genre that I love. It is comedy and horror. I felt like they could have amped up the horror a little bit more. I agree. Even in a more comedic level. Yeah. I wished it had been a little bloodier. Yeah, there was still a lot of gore, but it wasn't... I don't know. I feel like they spent all their budget on... A huge, ridiculous explosion, which was hilarious, but I think they should have saved some of that money for more gory special effects, because they have a lot of people get killed off screen. It gave me a Police Academy vibe, almost. I was going to say, I can't believe you said that, because I was going to say the guy who's the main government guy is so much like that Police Academy guy. (laughs) <laughs> Who's the main bad guy? <laughs> I don't know his name, but the other thing is, I just wish they did more with the comedy and horror, like eating a whole family or eating more children. I think could have been done in a humorous way, right? Because they mostly ate pets. Okay, let's. Oh, let's I'm assuming that's why you don't think that they're cannibals. Not just that. Oh, you have another point. I have so many points. <laughs> One thing I just want to expound on real quick is when I was like. When I said that this is a great cinematic achievement, I'm not being sarcastic. I really think this was an impressive movie. Because you know how you watch a really horrible movie, like Troll 2 or something, like a classically horrible horror movie. How dare you? And you think, 
you couldn't make a movie this bad if you tried. Right. I feel like they did. I feel like they were trying to make a bad movie, and they did. Like, it shouldn't have worked. That's one of the things that I really liked about this movie, that I'm curious about the first one, is this movie was very self-aware. Yeah, 100%. This movie knew what it was. And they're trying that a lot nowadays with bad horror, like Sharknado or Birdemic, where it's too much in its own head. Right. This movie knew what it was and hit the mark. Yeah, it was like, I think somebody wrote a script for like a kind of maybe a conventional horror movie with some comedic elements. And then as they were shooting it, at every step of the way, somebody said, what's the most insane thing that could happen right now? Let's do that. Let's have all the zombies break out into a choreographed dance right now. Let's have one zombie knocking a guy's head off for no reason. Like, everything was just the most insane choice possible. But everyone leaned into it. Everyone bought into it. But I also think maybe it was endemic of the time. There are so many references to pop culture of the 80s. Yeah. Oh, God. This was such an 80s movie. That I really think that it could only have happened yeah it kind of reminded me of fright night remember that one that was yes. like so 80s yes. it was, this was like fright night but more insane we start off in a hospital a doctor <laughs> walking down the hallway with one syringe on a steel tray pulling faces as he's walking down like this actor what do they tell him look strained look serious he's just I, making faces yeah. as he's walking down the hallway yeah, it's a long, it's like over the credits, he's just walking down a hallway with a syringe on a plate. And even the credits to me were insane. Like, the names that we got in the credits. Bianca Jagger. Which is weird, because she was like third build and is in the movie at the end as a cameo. Yeah, for like a second. Norman Fell. Couldn't wait. Mr. Roper himself. Could not wait. One, I don't know who this actor is, and I don't know what character he played, but this is just a great horror actor name, Judd Omen. I think, yeah, that's a great name, too, uh, but uh, the whole time, the word Judd <laughs> is just fun to say. That's yes. half of it. And they say it so much. Not only do they say it, they turn it into a verb. Well, we'll talk about that, too. All right. We get the doctors walking down. Then we get a flash to the government, the U.S. government, <laughs> where they're talking about the Chud Research Project. And then we get a whole overview of what this movie is, which yeah, I that was love. Great. Yeah, they filled us all in on the Chud Project. It's chemical warfare. It's ultimate biomedical warfare. There's an enzyme that kept soldiers alive long after they were dead. But because the soldiers started eating people, they decided to cut funding to the down. program. And there's one scientist, maybe, and one general. <laughs> and the general is so crushed that this program's going away. Uh, yeah, he loves chuds. This is his program. This is his dream. This is his baby. Yeah. He also is holding a riding crop. The entire movie he plays with this riding crop. Why does a general in modern day need a riding crop? It's not for his who's horse. Not, yeah, who's not in wartime. He's just overseeing this project. Um, obviously, this actor was just like, I'm getting a riding crop. I'm going to hit people in the face with it. But here's the thing. Even if it was wartime, we don't <laughs> use horses anymore. 
It just looks cool, I guess. <laughs> my uh, my favorite thing about that scene is when they say we're shutting down the funding to the Chud Project. One guy was like, eh, forget chemical warfare. I'm more of a nuke man myself. That's the other thing. <laughs> the ADR in this movie is almost better than any of the scripted dialogue you hear. Oh, yeah, 100%. Every background word comment was so skillfully done and well-crafted that if you just took the way the movie and did the background comments... Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was like watching like Mystery Science Theater 3000 or something, except it's not comments over the movie, it's the actual movie. Oh, my God. Also, the pace is going quick. We flash to the general. We're shutting down the program. We flash back to the hospital. There's a corpse. Oh, there's one chud left. And they're like, our funding's all gone. Let's go kill the last chud. We're going to lethal inject him. <laughs> but the chud gets the drop on the doctor. The chud is named Bud. Well, here's the thing. His name is Bud Oliver. And they say, oh, that's his nickname. No, that's on his dog tags. That's yeah. his name. Well, maybe... I mean, maybe it's like a nickname that he goes by. Bud the Chud? <laughs> Not the Chud part. It's just already Bud, and now um, he's Bud the Chud. He immediately escapes, eats the doctor, runs into the hallway. These generals, I don't know, where were they in the hospital? I thought they were in a separate <laughs> place. They come with a fire extinguisher. Oh, right. So their plan is, the general's like, don't kill him, freeze him. We'll cryogenically freeze him. And then when we get our funding back, we'll just thaw him out and keep the project yeah, going. Yeah, because the general loves this idea, which isn't a terrible idea. That's a great idea. So... He attacks the general, and then the general has this, like, assistant who, is he military? Is he a scientist? Who is I, it? He has glasses, so I'm thinking he's a scientist. I don't know. I wrote down his name. It was Graves, which I really liked. And he, for me, was, like, the star of the movie. He was a great character. So when they're freezing him, he freaks out that, that the Chud has attacked the general, and he just starts yelling, get him, get, get him, get him, get him, get him. Get him. That's one of the things where I'm like, who made that choice? Was it the actor or did the director, was that in the script? The script, by the way, written by somebody named M. Kane Jeeves. Great name. Probably a fake name. Probably. Was that in the script or did the director say, just keep saying get him? He's like, are you sure? I've said it 50 times no, already. No, I think... Keep saying get I him. I think the actor was doing what we would all naturally <laughs> do in that scenario. If a chud was charging you, I would say get him. Ten over times. and over and yeah, over. Yeah, until he was frozen. <laughs> well, they do freeze him eventually. Um, and then we meet our heroes. Yes. Which, oh, I have so much to say. <laughs> I have so much to say about this group. <laughs> of course it's going to be a ragtag group of teens. Yeah. Well, again, talking about how self-aware this movie is. They're like, let's just move his frozen corpse to a government research facility in some podunk town. Brilliant! <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what movies do. And this movie just said it. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. We're in this high school, what do you call it? Science class, High school biology. science class. It's the day that they are dissecting, dissecting frogs. frogs. And we meet, I mean, like, if you just took all the 80s high school movies and, like, synthesized one protagonist out of it, out would come Steve. Oh, perfect. He's got a mullet. He's got tight, acid-washed jeans. 
He's like a little bit of a dick and a cool boy. Oh, he's a, I, he's sarcastic. Yeah. I did not like Steve. No, Steve sucks. I think that was a cool thing about this movie. I think the movie realized Steve sucks. Yeah, and because, gave Kevin some time to shine. Right, because yeah, so Steve has a nerdy friend who's you know like and he's like the Cameron. He's like in every eighties movie, there's like the loser friend who doesn't get the girl. In this movie, he does. Kevin gets yeah. the girl. Well, Kevin's the hero. He's the I think smart so. one. He's the heroic one. Yeah. He's not the fuck up. Like, good for Kevin. I was glad. And then we get the girl, Katie. Right. Who, yeah, she ends up playing a big part. But she's not in the science class initially. These. So, all right. So we've gotten all this background from the chutting. Now we meet these high school kids and you're like, all right, where are they going to fit in? And then I just think this setup for a movie is so great. Well, then keep in mind it's the <laughs> 80s and we have movies like Weekend at Bernie's. So this can only me, exist. Yeah, it did give me a very Weekend at Bernie's vibe. So, <laughs> so they these get in tr- boys get in trouble. They okay. get in trouble in their science class. And their punishment is to go to the storage room where all the lab animals, animals are kept. There's dead animals back there. And there's also a corpse. A human corpse. Yeah, a human cadaver that I guess was like they were going to dissect in an upcoming class. Or, yeah, just learn from. What did they have to do with the animals? Feed them? I don't know what they they were doing. Cleaning them? I don't know what they were doing in there. And then (laughs) they lose the body. They bump into the cadaver, which is still on a gurney on wheels. (laughs) But it just so happens that this... High school, where they keep the dead animals, science room, is a loading dock? (laughs) Yeah, it's like a loading dock. So there's just a big open door that it goes flying out of. And they just go chasing this body. Down the street. But then my favorite part is, then like it just gets away and they give up. Well, they have two choices. (laughs) They say, hey, we could say what happened. Yeah, it was too fast for them. It was on wheels. (laughs) But it's a dead body. Like They'll catch up with it eventually. They're just like, oh, no, it got away. And uh, so they're like, well, what would any teens do? Steal another one. We'll have to steal a corpse and pass it off as our science teacher's corpse. (laughs) I mean, just an amazing premise. And this all happened in the first five minutes. Yeah. Oh, this is all. Yeah. All the just the setup. But like the setup in the first five minutes. Yeah. Fast paced. So they go to steal a body. Guess who it is? The frozen chud. Which, how do these kids get into this government research facility so easily to steal a corpse? They're 80s kids. They know how to break into buildings. There wasn't a lot of security back then. They drag this dead body home to oh, right. so, like, they, Steve's house. Right. They couldn't bring it back to the school because the school was closed. But they just broke into a government research facility. You can't break back into the school? At, who knows? They take it back to Steve's house, where some of my favorite characters live. Steve's parents are amazing. All right. Yes. So you've mentioned, like, Weekend at Bernie's, it, that kind of vibe, Police Academy. Also, there's kind of like a Shaun of the Dead vibe to it, in that, like, it's a comedy, horror, mashup genre type thing, but there's also maybe some social commentary in it, because... Steve's parents never have any idea what's going on. They never look up. They never turn. It is so comedic. There's like, Steve, honey, what are you doing? (laughs) And they're having a chat with each other. They're talking about this TV show about penguins. (laughs) It's so good. They're just like eating dinner. He has a little sister. Like little. She's seven or eight. They're never paying any attention to her. They have great lines like, (laughs) uh, have you tried the wine? 
It's important. It's an award-winning wine from Wisconsin. I love that line. They have some great <laughs> lines that are just delivered like everyone gets it so yeah. dryly. <laughs> but yeah, I, I wrote down the award-winning wine part. I also like the part where the dad is like, we want Steve to go into construction. Like, he go into the family business. Yeah. And his mom's like, I don't think he wants to get into construction. And the dad's like, well, I brought him into this world. I'll take him out. So you're going to kill your son if he isn't... <laughs> I think it's just something a dad would say. I like it when they're commenting on this penguin show. Yeah, that was great. Oh, that penguin's still dead. Oh, amazing. Then they bring the body upstairs, put it in the bathtub. Steve accidentally drops a blow dryer into the bathtub. Right, just classic shenanigans. Reanimating the corpse of the chud. Now the movie can begin. Right. All right. This guy who played the chud, just give him all the Oscars. Just come on. He gets to say like three words the entire movie. Yeah. Just it's all acting. He's like a zombie who dances. He's in love. He's confused Uh, at the world. It's just a range of emotions going on. I feel bad for him. Like this was a soldier. This was Bud Oliver. (laughs) Right. This guy gave his life. To a government experiment. And now he's the last of the Chuds. You know what it reminded me of a lot? Because there's a scene where he reanimates. They leave the house to go get burgers. They don't know. I mean, they got to go to Bossy Burger. Yeah. There's a reanimated Chud in the house. He starts playing with the toilet. He starts touching all like the soft towels. Yeah, that was real weird. Like the world is new for him, I think. Or just who knows what it's like. Maybe you're like on drugs. Your brain is different. It reminded me a lot of... Encino Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that. Where he's just like touching everything, sniffing everything. Yeah. No, it was a lot like that. Maybe that's where Encino Man got its idea. It was really similar. Instead of unfrozen caveman, it's unfrozen chud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's a whole thing with the dog. So the chud encounters the dog and there's this whole kind of like, is he going to eat this dog? Everybody's real mean to the dog. Steve at one point kicks it down the stairs. Yeah. Just like he's not... You know what I mean? He's not chudified. He just kicks the dog down the stairs. And then the chud eventually does eat this dog or bites him. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, he, he chases the dog yelling meat. So all pet food looks gross to chuds, which we get in a couple scenes, which is weird. They, they really wanted to establish that pet food is gross to chuds. So I have a couple of things. If the chud eats the dog, then he's not a cannibal. Then we can have this government program and not worry about cannibalism. Just worry about feeding him the dogs. But see, I think, well, it was very confusing because, but he also eats people. Here's He the, eats both. So is he no. some kind of omnicarnivore? Omnivore? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say omnicannibal, but. Ooh. Oh, I see what you mean. Omnivore. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't eat the dog, though. He bites the dog. Right, they nibble. He doesn't eat anybody. He nibble. bites people. Biting to me is not eating. Biting but, to me isn't cannibalism. But he, no, he ch- swallows, though. It's not like a vampire bite. I think he's taking bites and eating and swallowing. No, I don't see it. I, well, they didn't I show mean, it. they don't show it. That's they don't true. show it. They but I thought it was implied. It. I didn't catch that. I mean... I thought it was trying to be implied, but no. Unless you show it to me, they're not cannibals. Right. They, well, they don't have the money. They spend it all on the explosions. They have money to show a real zombie bite. So it's just everything is in the bushes. 
So they had me wondering, are zombies cannibals? Zombies just bite each other and infect each other. No, but they don't eat each other, do they? No, each other. They eat, they eat humans. They tear out their intestines. Yeah, eating is a big part of being a zombie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. Eating, you're right. Oh no. You know what? No, we know that they're cannibals because there's a part where the guy says they eat brains, and then he says gray matter is like caviar to them. Okay. I just needed to see more eating oh, of humans and me. not just biting. Right. No, believe me, I wish we saw that too. But it also is weird that he goes after the dog when the parents and the sister are right there. Right. That goes back to what you were saying. I wish there was a little more gore. I wish he would have eaten the, the parents. The whole family. If he would have eaten that seven-year-old girl, I mean... That would have been so funny. It would have been so funny. Already the greatest movie, but um, that would have been incredible. So, oh, there's so much going on. I've noticed you've been using some words like chuddified. Oh, are those words that you're coining yourself right now? <laughs> no. Or, hmm. Absolutely not. There's an amazing... I mean, they use Chud as a verb a lot, but there's an amazing scene. When he's doing the gray matters like caviar, they like just very clinically are like, when the Chudified brain takes over, they... So yeah. Oh, and then there's one part where he says Chudism is a serious yeah. disease. Yeah. It's like a plague. So we think, will the dog Chudify? And the dog does. Here's a question. Is the first one, this, you know, this Chud, this last Chud, is he like the ringleader? Are they all following him? Are they all governed by one brain? So, oh, that's an interesting thought. Because that That would explain the choreographed dance later. Yes. No, they definitely are following Bud. So there must be something where if you are the originator of the Chudification, that everybody is kind of your... Vassal, or I don't know, maybe they just looked at him because he's the oldest. Maybe because he's got military experience. He's just he's, he's got just a, military experience. Yeah, he's, he's a just, natural leader. Yes, everybody else is like an aerobics instructor, or a barber, or a How postman. Dare you? Those are respectable jobs. Very respectable, but they're all just the citizens of the town. This is a military guy. Okay. Yeah, then we get him eating people through the town. He does eat an aerobics instructor. Oh, my favorite eating is this guy walks out of a bar, just goes, this is the worst day of my life. Then he goes to pee behind a dumpster? (laughs) Yeah, and then Bud the Ched eats him. But also the Ched steals his clothes. (laughs) Why did he decide to steal clothes? Where did that choice come from? That's one of my favorite parts. So the guy who's having the worst day of his life is wearing his clothes weirdly comically oversized suit you did comment on that i was like why is this guy's suit so big and then the chud steals his clothes and you're like oh okay i guess they had to fit this tall chud but not only does he get clothes he gets a suit he also gets a haircut i think what happened is he did he was in the house and he did this is where he fell in love with katie oh that's right he's trying to woo katie which drove me nuts because he interacts with katie like three times before the final yeah. dance, but he doesn't make a move on Katie. All right, he's trying to build up his nerve. What? What? He's trying to get the courage. Yeah, look, I don't care if you've been to war and been through a chud experiment. Talking to girls is scary. <laughs> that wow! This movie, then. Oh my goodness! What's crazy to me? I love all the people that get chudified. Because the dog is chudified. The dog eats the postman. The dog looks messed up. Did they put makeup on the dog? Are you kidding me? Yes, they did. Yeah. That dog looks so They fully chudified a French poodle. And the way that dog eats the mailman is 
so funny. Like, the, it's Steve's sisters watching the whole thing. This, like, seven-year-old girl. The parents are not paying any attention. And the dog drags the mailman, like, across the lawn. It's amazing. And I love the barber. Yeah, the barber is great. So what capabilities do chuds have? Great They question. can get haircuts. They can change clothes. They can drive cars. Yes. Oh, you're saying just what normal human things can they like, do? What do they retain? Superpowers. It seems like they retain everything. Okay. The barber Chud can still cut hair. Can he though? Because did you see his like <laughs> well, toupee? The aerobics Chud is driving a car and just straight up gets out of a car. But then sometimes when they're walking, they like fall down a hill. <laughs> yeah, like they have some zombie aspects. They're like superior zombies. They're fast. Right. I don't know. It must be that the chudification of the brain is like a disease. So, like, you can do all these things. You can drive a car, but sometimes the chudification gets you. It definitely affects your speaking. Yes. You can't have a whole conversation. That's, like, the first thing to go. Right. There's, like, a Frankenstein element to it. Well, that's what I was going to say about we have uh, the general, Rip. I didn't get his last What was it? Rip Masters? Uh, something and real then, weird. Uh, and Colin Graves, they're driving, looking for the Chud. They're so relaxed. <laughs> they're so relaxed. They're driving through the town. This is after the Chud had transformed the barber and gotten the haircut. And, he go, and Graves says, oh my God, look at that. And he's like, yes, yeah, the ugliest barber I've ever seen. Yeah, everybody is real bad at recognizing Chuds, even after they've seen a Chud. Yeah. Everybody. They know when you get Chudified that your face gets kind of gray. You have pointy little teeth. You have pointy little teeth. The whole rest of your body is unchanged. So you have like a white face and normal skin arms. And you get the pointy teeth. That's Chudism. I just love going through this small town with General, with the Chuds. First of all, we know it's going to culminate in something big. There's Halloween dance posters. Oh, that's right. All yeah. over the town. Which I wanted to ask you about because I thought, is the whole town going to this? Or is this the high school's dance? This is the high school dance. Why is it so heavily advertised? And why haven't the high school kids who are the main characters ever spoken about it? <laughs> I don't know, but like... Like... I don't know. When my high school had a dance, they put up flyers at the high school. Yeah. Not like around all town. around town. Why would you advertise it other places? Maybe this is such a small town. Can other people go? I, that I'm not sure of. But yeah, everything was building up to that. They talk about how the Chuds are attracted to big groups of people. It's like a feeding frenzy. Right. Which also is great because it makes sense. Because I had a lot of questions about this. It's about to be Halloween. All these little kids are in the street going trick-or-treating. The chuds don't eat the children. But they do pick up a child and say, oh, it's, you know, too little. Small fry. Right. But then we see chudified children later. They're the ones that attack Mr. Roper. Yeah, they sure do. Well, here's the thing. Mr. Roper had it coming. Why? On Halloween, when kids come to your door and say, trick-or-treat... You don't invite them (laughs) deep into your house and then give them candy. You have a candy bowl at the door. (laughs) Who invites trick-or-treaters in? Do you think he had some kind of nefarious purpose? Well, it looked like they were going to give him fruit. (laughs) That's pretty nefarious. Yeah. 
Yeah, they invite them in. One of the kids pulls out their pet parakeet and just starts eating it right in front of them. For some reason, they always go for the pets first. Yeah, because they're easy prey? Because they're small? I don't know. Maybe they're more delicious if you're an omnicannibal. I mean, they go to a barn and every chud is holding, like, one guy has a chicken, one guy has a bunny. They all are holding an animal. (laughs) Maybe, okay, hear me out. Maybe when you become a chud, you're just really hungry. And, like, if I was walking around and I was really hungry, I would want to eat animals first. But if I was so starving that I needed to eat something, maybe I'd take a bite out of a human. All right, so it comes later. I guess. Like it's out of desperation. Do you think you'd wash down the animals with a refreshing Coca-Cola product? Because <laughs> that's everywhere in this movie. Yeah. This By is a... chance? I mean... Didn't the... we think Coca-Cola sponsored another 80s movie? I think it was just yeah. the 80s. Right. I mean, there was only a couple beverages. So, no, I think people just drank a lot of Coca-Cola back then. You couldn't edit it out. Yeah. I love that the general says... Well, what we're doing with this experiment is illegal, and Graves is illegal. <laughs> and he's like, well, nobody's a big fan of neurotoxic experiments. Hey. Plus, the chuds are starting to mutate. Yeah, he's like, all the all the side effects. And uh-huh. Graves is like, nobody told me about side effects. So when they freeze them, which has been the only way to stop them, now they can regenerate heat and break out of the freeze. The chud can raise its own body temperature to thaw out. Yes. When the general finds out, he's so excited because he loves chuds. He's like, this guy is fucking fantastic. I love that the general is so behind the experiment. He wants to capture them. He wants to stop them, but he doesn't want to destroy them. So good. Um, should we talk about Bossy Burger? Oh, God. This is one of my favorite parts. So they love eating at this burger joint called Bossy Burgers. And classic teens. Yeah, classic teens eating burgers and fries. And then a whole bunch of chuds show up. And then this scene is just great because the guy working behind the counter named Bobby is like, what kind of burgers do you want? We got, you know, bonsai burgers and bodacious burgers. And then they look at his name tag and all the chuds are like, Bobby burgers. Yeah, and they just eat him. But the teens are in the background in the car just talking about what do we do next? Eating burgers. And you see in the background the pandemonium inside. Yeah. Then, so... The general and Graves show up. They're being driven all around the town. They have a driver named Sam, and they make Sam go in and get the burgers for them. He gets chased all around Bossy Burgers by the chuds, but he escapes this time. Then the general just pulls a fucking rocket launcher out of the trunk. Yes, and blows up Bossy Burger. In like a like this is such a low budget like hilariously low budget movie and then all of a sudden an entire building explodes. It was amazing. What? And then the last thing to fall in the debris is the giant cow head of Bossy. <laughs> yeah, the the mascot. But the thing that's crazy about that is all the chuds survive. Was yeah. that a mutation? I wanted to know that too. Yeah, I don't think that they can be killed by any kind of conventional means. So they do have to be frozen to slow down. Right. All right. There's a great part. So right after this is when they go, they're at this barn. It's where the guy's head gets knocked off. But there's a part where now they have a whole bunch of military because there's a whole bunch of chuds. So they got to chase them down. And the general is kind of explaining to these guys like what chuds are. And he's like, they're really hungry. They have bad complexions. Any questions? (laughs) <laughs> Wait, yeah, a million other How questions. How do you kill them? How do you kill chuds? Are they cannibals? 
What are their What's capabilities? So many questions. How do we protect civilians? I don't know. All I know is I felt sorry for the Chud zombies. If this was a real experiment. Right. Oh, they're definitely the innocent victims here. So I had a theory. Oh, okay. Tying it way back in the Wayback Machine. Whoa. To one of our first movies. Paul Blart, Mall Cop? Not that far back. <laughs> oh. I mean, he seemed like a bit of a chud. <laughs> but what if in the movie VHS. Okay. The details of the government chud experiment are on the different VHS tapes in Little Armenia. And watching them turns you into a chud. That Wouldn't would be that awesome. that make sense? It would make perfect sense. I hope that's in the first one. I'm tying it all together here. Um, we got to get to the first one, speaking of which. So let's just go through. The chuds are making their way to the big dance. Right. They do a choreographed dance as they're walking up to the building, which I've mentioned numerous times before. Because it's insane. And the main Chud, Bud. Bud the Chud. He has a crush on Katie. Big time. And so the whole swarm kind of seems to follow him where he goes to Katie. What I love when they get to the dance is all the teens are dancing, but they're so quick the Chuds can't get a bite out of them. (laughs) Yeah, that was a great sequence. I think that the the Bud was just like, hey guys, come to this dance, plenty of food. And then just kind of under his breath, he was like, and also the love of my life will be here, but... But he's crossed paths with her a few times. Okay, so this is the big face-off. This is it. We're coming down to it. Right. If 80s movies have taught me anything, it's that... The dance. Right. When you're going to profess your love to the girl for the first time, you do it at the dance. So that's what Bud's doing here. I love that we're here. Steve is the worst. Kevin is taking on the hero role. Katie decides, I gotta lure some chuds. So they figure out how to kill them because they kill their science teacher. Which was a great death. Really great it death. It was real creepy. They put a Bunsen burner <laughs> through his head. Yeah, it was cool. So they find out, you know what? I might not understand this fully. If they're wet and they're electrocuted, they explode? You freeze them. Yeah, and then you do some ionization. <laughs> you got to freeze them and then blow them up. Kind of like a Sub-Zero Fatality. Okay, so they figure out how to kill the chuds. Now they have to get them into the pool. So they send out Katie. Where'd she get that bathing suit from? They send her out in a skimpy, yeah, sexy bathing like, suit. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to change my bathing suit. That's not the one she wears for gym class. <laughs> Maybe it is. But Katie looks amazing, luring the chuds. They all chase her. Not a single teen follows out of curiosity. Thank goodness. <laughs> They're all just like, oh, okay, let's, you know, keep dancing. I mean, they had a hot band playing. That's true. That was a great dance band. Oh, man. And, oh, the worst of all, Graves. Graves gets bitten by a chud. Yeah. I mean. way to go. I saw it coming for poor Graves. (sighs) But he, you know, he went down honorably. Exactly. He let the kids escape. He defended them. So, Katie's learning chuds. They get into the pool. This is all Kevin's idea. We'll freeze the pool. Steve didn't do anything. Steve was supposed to, like, unscrew the lids of the freezing component that they got from the government van. Yeah. He didn't do that. No, he Steve sucks. Uh, he doesn't understand how to do it. They start losing time. Kevin's foot gets bit. A chud escapes the pool. Um... <laughs> Katie has to ascend the diving board. Oh, that was tense. It was a tense moment. Um, And then Bud finally makes his move in one of the most romantic things I've ever seen. 
He literally rips his heart out of his chest and presents it to Katie. I mean, what an amazing, amazing, like, climax to his love story. The worst part of that, though, was that he goes, please? It was so sad. Oh, don't say please. That's why Say Katie. Say something else. Um, Look, he doesn't know how to talk to girls. This whole thing is basically like a metaphor. But he's like a grown-ass man. Well, he's like 35 years old. Right. He's an ex-soldier, but maybe chudification kind of resets your maturity level. That could make sense. Oh, man. He takes Heartbreaking. And then he he dies and his heart explodes with the rest of him. Yeah. Everything blows up on the ground. Then Steve takes an axe to his face. Further proving that Steve is a dick. I don't like it. Finally, the army comes in to clean everything up. Then there's this amazing scene of Steve's parents and the little girl <laughs> drive up and they're like, oh my God, there's Steve, thank God. Let's like pick him up from the dance. You know, and the army's here and the school kids. And then the back of their car gets hit by something. The body <laughs> from the beginning of the movie, the corpse. The corpse that they lost. Boom. Came to a stop at the high school. Ah, uh, perfect full circle. Oh, that. Oh, <laughs> I mean. Has it just been rolling around the town the whole time? Yeah. For like two days? Uh, you think this has been two days? Or that however long it's yeah. been. Um, uh, I was so happy that corpse came back because that was that a big plot hole for me. so funny. <laughs> so funny. Then we get kind of an epilogue. Yeah. So they've saved the day. Kevin has taken off his glasses. He's now fully ready to... Stud. Right. He's full stud, full hero. Him and Kate are going to bang hard. And then uh, they're like, oh, Steve is just going off. Yeah. He left a note. So I love it because it's the kind of note where the actor reads it, but then it's the voiceover and they're like acting to it. And yeah, the actors are reacting in real time to the narration. Hey, amigos. (laughs) I'm going to go see the world. Lucky world, huh? (laughs) <laughs> so then Steve gets in this truck. He's hitchhiking. Well, wait, before that, let's say oh. that Steve honorably bows out of this friend triad. Because I think Steve was the cooler guy. And Steve is like, you guys make a great couple. Oh, he did say that, yeah. You should be together. I'm leaving to go see the world. Right. Well, but he also has another reason for leaving. Yeah. He's taking on Chud form. He's so he we, got bit on the foot. Right. So we had a little bit of a debate here. I was like, oh, is Steve a chud? And you were like, no, but he's still because every other chud was instant chudification. And he's still walking around doing human stuff. He wrote the letter. He's hitchhiking. Maybe he's half Steve chud. Steve is a half chud. Or he has some he's awareness. He's a new thing. It's like a new mutation. Half chud. So he starts hitchhiking. He gets into a car with a sexy woman. It's Bianca Jagger, the, like, third build star of the movie, is just in this cameo at the end. The dog jumps in the back. The dog's still there. Because the dog never got exploded or... Yeah, but is the dog still chudded? Like, yeah, if you kill the main chud, do the rest follow? And I think the dog is still a chud. I thought so, too. So then he's in the back. And then, oh, we forgot that the general kind of disappeared, like, you know, 15 minutes ago. He's in the back of the truck. He has teeth, but they're not the real chud teeth. They're like fake teeth. Yeah. And he says he's undercover. So my question is, is he really undercover to follow his beloved chuds? 
Or is he a half chud too? No, I think he's really undercover. I think he wants to infiltrate the chuds. It was an interesting ending. Interesting, interesting ending. Yeah. Whew, well, what wait. a film. It was a film. I <laughs> thought that the I knew the main character from this movie. So I did look up the cast to see some of their names. I'm trying to read no spoilers whatsoever because I don't want any spoilers before we get into our guesses. Right. But I did read an interesting tidbit. Oh, what is it? You know Sexy Katie? Right. Guess who her half-sister is? A half-chud? Half-chud. You. I mean, you might get a half-chud when I tell you. What? <laughs> Princess Leia. Carrie, Carrie Fisher? Fisher is the half-sister of the actress who played Katie. Oh, weird. Is her She's mom also Debbie Reynolds? Or her dad is... Her Fisher. dad is Whoever Eddie Fisher. Is. Yeah. Okay. And she's a singer with oh. Jolie Fisher, who's another actress that I never knew was related to the Fisher clan. Oh my god, I didn't either. All, did all this Fisher research. Are coming out of the woodwork just like Chuds. <laughs> I read an interesting tidbit because I wanted to know who the main actor was. He had like a very generic name, like Brian yeah. Williams, something real generic. But whatever it was, I looked it up. So he kind of got out of acting, but he got into producing shows. And then he was producing some shows for like Nickelodeon in the 90s. He produced like all that. Um, Then he kind of just worked his way up in the production ranks and stuff and became the president of Nickelodeon. Wait. Steve. Wait. Steve became the president of Nickelodeon. He's got that face. (laughs) Does he? I thought he had a really weird face. He kind of did, but how interesting. Yeah, some weird tidbits. But... I did not read anything about the first movie. Neither did I. So, so I'm ready to predict. Uh, well, actually, I'm not ready to predict. I, I'm going to be stymied by the Chud. Well, all right. Here's a question to start us off. Is the first one a comedy like this one? It's going to be a comedy horror. I'm going to say it's going to be more horror. I think there'll be so more too, cannibalism in the first because one. Because I always thought it was a horror movie. So if yeah. it was as comedic as this one i would be real shocked i think this is going to be a gremlins type situation where the first one is serious and the second one just batshit insanity yeah and i think they did a great job i'm gonna say starts off government facility making experiments trying to create super soldiers they right. create the chud they start eating people in like who do they eat like in a small town i think the small town has to stay small towns gotta fit into it i bet there'll be like a Small town sheriff. That seems to be a classic trope. I think they'll escape somehow. I think that they are... Because, again... Do you think there's one main chud or a bunch? Oh, that's a good question. No, I... Because usually sequels amp uh, it up. Right. No, I I think that there's not... No, I think maybe there is kind of a, a main chud that we follow. Okay. But, all right. So, I think chud stands for a cannibalistic human underground dweller. Oh. We're watching this movie because of Jordan Peele's movie Us, which has a reference to Chud. So I think that the underground thing is going to be a big part of it. I think that this government project took place underground and that now these Chuds have escaped to the top world. Right. Oh. And now they're eating people. And I think the government is hunting them. I think there's a small town sheriff. And then I think there's like some regular people. Oh, maybe it's. Okay. And all those forces are trying to fight the Chuds. And at the end, I think the small town cop and the regular people unite to defeat the Chuds. Like by burning them, freezing them? That's a good question. They have to kill them somehow that's different than this one. 
Maybe freezing. Yeah, maybe a fire extinguisher. No, I don't know. Burn? I don't know. Maybe burning. My thing is, okay, you just said something that made me think, what if this experiment was done like in the 40s and then closed up and the government forgot about it and the Chuds have been living peaceably underground like New York City for 20 years? Who have they been eating? Rats or something (laughs) like that. They love that. Then all of a sudden, maybe from pollution, something gets activated and they have to come to the surface. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. Or do you think it's more immediate? Do you think they've been dwelling? Because dwelling makes me think they've lived there a while. Like they're like sewer people. They have an established colony and then something brings them to the surface. Some event. You know what? I like I like they use the word colony because when they talk about Bud, the last of the Chuds, he's like the last of the Mohicans. Yeah. Which means must mean that there's a tribe of Chuds So instead of living like some Manhattan Project... That they're doing underground. They did it. Yes. They let it go. They run rampant under the streets of New York City. I like it. Something happened. Now they're on the surface. I like it. So you think it'll be in New York City, not a small town? Now I'm thinking... Urban setting. Urban setting. I'm also thinking a lot of underworld. <laughs> because... Oh, right. They're supposed to be underground, which they never are. Yeah, they weren't really... Okay, I like that. I like New York City because I feel like I can see this movie in my mind as like they're in a taxi, there's steam, yeah, steam, wet streets. Oh, mistakes! Like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? I can see a lot of funny New York isms. Yeah, well, this one had a knack for really insane one-off characters. Like, there was this alcoholic coroner, yeah, who came out of nowhere, who gets like eaten by a chud. Which uh, I know he's an alcoholic, but he was about to do the postmortem on the. Postman, right? But the guy was fully clothed. I don't know. I was like, take off his clothes. Like every morgue scene, he's supposed to be naked. But then they couldn't go paling around after. It's a small thing. That part didn't bother me. I think we'll see a lot of chudification. I think we'll see people turning into chuds. I want to say that it kind of follows, like it's kind of like a zombie movie. Basically, it's like a different twist on a zombie movie. So I think it'll kind of follow those. Beats like there's gonna be this the band of survivors that are being chased by chuds. Maybe they lock themselves in an enclosed space for a little bit. Do you think the general's in it? No, I can't imagine that anybody. I can't imagine any characters are in it either. But I think there has to be some government officials. Yes, there's gonna be government. I'm seeing three groups. Well, I guess four if you count the chuds. I'm saying chuds, government. Local law enforcement and regular humans, yeah. regular townspeople. Do right. you think there'll be a love story? Yes. Really? Between a chud and a human? Well, okay. No, maybe I shouldn't say love story. But let's say a survivor, a human, is trying to protect this human love interest, similar like this. Yeah. I think that would be or human on human I love. think if we have an established chud colony living underground, we'll see like a little chud kid and a chud like, woman. You think there's like chud marriage? Yeah. <laughs> chud families oh man and i think they you know what no. they might that's what they're gonna do what? they're gonna firebomb the sewers oh okay and so then, like this and one then opens... the government like secretes one away that becomes bud the chud maybe i like oh you mean at the end you think at the end he like everybody. tunnels one out do you okay, think okay. that the actor who played bud the chud is in the first one? no I'm really saying that nobody Nobody's from the first it. one, maybe Bianca Jagger. 
<laughs> I mean, wouldn't that be the only way it would make sense that she'd be third build and in a cameo? Maybe she's the mayor of New York. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say, you know what? I'll just put it out there. I think Bianca Jagger will be in the first one. Okay. I don't think that there's going to be Chud marriage because, I don't know, as part of the experiment, is it just soldiers or did they do the soldiers' families oh. too? Well, what I'm thinking happened is they did just soldiers. And then they learned to breed like Jurassic Park dinosaurs? Well, they didn't. Chuds find a way. <laughs> I think what happened is, you know, like, uh, there'd be a homeless woman. They chudify. And they just, <laughs> they just wandered became... around the sewers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, this became part of the colony. Do you think this one will have any quips using chud as a pun? What I'm talking about is in this one, there was a point where they said, this chud's for you. Oh, yeah. They had a lot of things like that. I think they're going to coin the term relatively early. Let's give it 15, 20 minutes. They'll define chud for sure. Yeah. Do you think we'll get... Here's what I'm thinking. Are we going to know who these people are? Is it going to start off being like, there's an experiment, this is what happened? Or are we just going to see crazy chuds eating people and then we get the explanation later on? Like a scientist is like, this is, oh, oh, all right, that's what I'm going with. Later. I think we're not going to know who this is and the kids are going to uncover like, oh shit, this was a government experiment to create super soldiers. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's going to be the explanation towards the end. I, that's all I have. I don't have much. I think that's it a lot. I mean, you've got that homeless woman prediction. That's I have the whole <laughs> underground sewer thing where they're living and then something brings them up to the top. <laughs> I think that's all you need. I I know we don't typically do this, but I highly recommend this movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what this podcast is about, but if you haven't seen Chud 2, give it a watch. Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Man, just a masterpiece, I think. I can't wait to see the first one. Yeah. I don't know who's going to win out. Do you think they'll have any chance? Last thing. Because in this one, they had a little chant that went, eat them up, eat them up, yum, yum, yum. I hope not. <laughs> what? Yeah, I love I that know. part. I just like the, I like the meat. I like the, the one word things. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a lot of animal eating? Or is it more focused on humans? I really think it's going to be more focused on humans. I think there's going to be more of a cannibalistic, like, four chuds on one body. And yeah. not a lot of this off-screen bushes rattling, right. I'm biting you. I really think they spent all the money on this one. On that on, rocket launcher. Yeah, the rocket launcher blowing up the burger place. And they were like, I guess all the deaths are off-screen now. That was fine. Yeah, but I agree with you. I want to see more eating. I think we will get it. I am so excited. All right, so as always, this is Patrick. And Ellie. <laughs> This has been Reverse Sequels. See you next time. Bye. Reverse Sequels. Meet Katie.